Hello and welcome to Food Systems, a podcast from the Forum for the Future of Agriculture, where we discuss ideas that can shape a sustainable food system, from farm to fork, from policy to consumers, and everything in between. I'm your host, Robert de Graff, and you can find us on Twitter at Forum for Ag. These episodes will be available every other week on all major podcast platforms. Before we get started, we would like to say a quick thank you to the FFA founding partners, the European Landowners Organization and Syngenta, as well as the FFA strategic partners, Cargill, the Nature Conservancy, Thought for Food and the World Wildlife Fund. Please enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to Food Systems. It's a summer episode and we're joined today by Jean-Marc Chapuis. He's the Deputy Director of the Swiss Federal Office for Agriculture. Jean-Marc, thank you so much for joining Food Systems today. You're welcome, Robert. Thank you for the interview. It's an, it's an interesting time to talk to uh, Swiss agriculture. The uh, new agricultural support system, the Politique Agricole or the Ag- Agrarpolitique 22, currently... I think it's in the parliamentary process, if I understand it correctly. What are some of the main goals that you are looking to push forward with this new five-year program? There is a new proposal from uh, the Federal Council, that is um, our uh, executive branch uh, of of the Swiss uh, federal uh, government. And the proposal was made to the parliament in in, uh, spring, uh, in the first quarter of of 2020. Uh, It is a reform package for the agricultural policy called, as you said, uh, Politique Agricole 22+. And the, the aim of the, of the package is to reinforce the environmental services of agriculture and, and to improve also social aspects uh, in agriculture, mainly the position of women uh, on, on the farms. Um, but the, the, the aim of the package is to strengthen the three pillars of, of sustainable development. Um, however, the, the, the package uh, was, uh, or the, the proposal was suspended by uh, the uh, parliament in spring 2021 uh, due to questions mainly uh, regarding the degree of uh, self-sufficiency of Swiss agriculture and other issues in connection with uh, environmental matters. And and um, the, the package, the proposal was suspended and the parliament uh, requested a report uh, uh, from the Federal Council, a new report that should analyze um, a potential enlargement of the agricultural policy towards a more holistic food systems approach uh, among other questions to, to be uh, answered. And we are working now on, on this report uh, that is expected to be finalized in, in summer 2022. The Swiss government wants to create financial incentives for pesticide-free farming. Is that, I was wondering what how you define that. Is that organic farming or is that completely all chemistry free? And how have you structured in the proposal those incentives? Well, all chemistry is is concerned that is not only for uh, organic production, and and the parliament has adopted um, a, a new package on 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 the reduction of the risks linked to the use of pesticides, and I can give you the the, the details. 
uh, the, the risks posed by the use of pesticides uh, to, to surface waters and, and semi-natural habitats, as well as the pollution of groundwater, are to be reduced by 50% by 2027 compared to the average value of the for the years 2012-2015. Uh, a reduction of 50% of, of, of the risks that is for the pesticide. And there is another uh, measure. Uh, the, the parliament also decided to reduce nitrogen and, and phosphorus losses from agriculture uh, without any quantification from, from the parliament. And there is now um, a discussion or a proposal that will be discussed with the with the agriculture and, and uh, NGOs and, and other organizations. And uh, the Federal Council proposed to uh, reduce nutrient losses by at least 20% uh, by 2030 compared to the mean value for 2014-2016. Uh, I, I want to look for a moment at the, the cost of this new agricultural package. Um, how, how, is, how does Switzerland generate the, the revenue necessary for the various support measures under the Politique Agricole 22 plus? Yeah, it's a national agricultural policy, it's a national policy, and uh, it is financed mainly through the, the, the federal public uh, financial resources with some uh, cantonal uh, subsidies. Uh, the agricultural budget is financed uh, from general federal revenues, such as value-added tax, uh, direct federal tax and, and customs uh, revenues. Earlier this year, there were two uh, referenda, Switzerland, of course, being well known for its public referenda. Um, there were a number of referenda, including two, uh, including the clean drinking water and the pesticide-free referenda. They both failed. But would you say that some of the package that you've just mentioned, the water pollution, the reduction in pesticide, the reduction in nitrogen, are these still responses to those referenda, even though they failed? You are absolutely correct. That is so. Uh, the, 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 the parliament rejected the initiatives, the, the referenda. Uh, the population rejected the referenda, but the parliament said we have to do something in order to, uh, to give an answer to, to the preoccupations of the initiators of these uh, initiatives. And uh, the two measures or the two goals that I mentioned before, uh, the, uh, the, the reduction of the risks posed by the use of pesticides and, and the reduction of the losses of nitrogen and phosphorus, uh, the two measures are an answer to the preoccupation of the initiators of the uh, initiatives. And I wanted to turn to something that is maybe not unique to Switzerland, but certainly more predominant in Switzerland than in others, which is the proportion of farms and landscapes that are in less favored terrain or difficult areas, specifically in, in, in the mountain areas. Um, how does Switzerland maintain the farming landscapes in the higher altitudes in these difficult areas? Because I've, I live in Switzerland now and I, I can genuinely see that the farming isn't still just there, but it's very vibrant and alive. And how does Switzerland maintain that? How do you support those types of farms? Well, I think first of all, the, the, the country's uh, decentralized population structure is, is a very important topic in, in Switzerland in general. 
and, and the decentralized population settlement of the country is also clearly mentioned in the federal constitution as an objective of the agriculture and of the agricultural policy. And if we go to the details, the, the area used for agriculture is divided into a summering area, a mountain area and a valley area in order to take account of, of the varying production and living uh, conditions when applying the, the terms of, of the um, Agriculture Act. And uh, the, the mountain area and the valley area are further subdivided in, in, into uh, zones. Um, and these zones are um, uh, based, the division of, of the zones are based on the criteria of climate, traffic infrastructure, roads, and, and, and topography. And uh, the subsidy varies uh, according to these uh, different uh, zones. The public measures, they are uh, tailored uh, according to these uh, different zones. And uh, with the direct payments, we can give different payments to the different uh, zones. And this is how we manage to, to get uh, and, and to, to have a, a livid agriculture in, in, in the mountains and, and also to use the, the, the summer pasture, the grazing in summer, the alpine uh, farming that is very important in, in Switzerland, as I mentioned before. Can you give uh, a, a, an example of how these, these, structure, these subsidies are structured for, let's say, the highest altitude zones that, that Switzerland have? I would say that would probably be around 2,000 meters, maybe a bit higher, I would say. Yes, uh, up to uh, 1,500 1, meters. And, and these uh, are um, areas that are used only in the summer uh, with, uh, when we have cows going up uh, uh, for the summer and, and they graze the grass uh, in, in these areas. And we have a subsidy, for example, that are paid to the farmers in the valley if they move your cows in, in the summer to this uh, alpine pasture. Turning out a bit more to current affairs, how has COVID-19 impacted the agricultural sector in Switzerland? I think we, we should distinguish maybe three phases uh, in, in, in the crisis. In the first phase, there was a great uh, uncertainty about the effect of these new uh, disease and the main objective was uh, at that point was to assure uh, the supply of foodstuffs to to the population uh, this is something that we also observed in in, in other uh, countries and it was not different in, in switzerland that was really at the beginning of the of the crisis uh, shortly afterwards, um, the government decided uh, a shutdown and in this second phase, restaurants were closed and, and the people had to work from home and the effect of on the agricultural value chains was uh, very important. Uh, agricultural markets became unstable, prices went down. Uh, and, and the main objective in this second phase was to stabilize the, the, the markets. Uh, Switzerland introduced uh, short-term programs to, to support especially the meat and, and the wine sector. 
and where uh, also a number of, of other measures which were taken and, and the close cooperation between the public and the private sector was of uh, uh, was very very uh, important um, and then was then came a third phase and in this third phase it was clear that this is a health crisis with some side effects on the agricultural sector but not a food a crisis and the main objectives in the third phase was then to to ease those side effects like the availability of the workforce the the assurance of liquidity within the sector or the availability of seeds fertilizers and um, pesticides um, and maybe something that was important, we, we managed always to uh, bring in the view of agriculture into the ongoing new designs of, of COVID measures by the health uh, authorities and, and by the federal government. Uh, we've seen in the last couple of weeks um, in Europe and in the Rhine Basin in particular, we've seen a lot of uh, flooding that's very negatively infected a lot of agriculture. Has Switzerland had significant f storm damage or is has Switzerland escaped that part of, of the the weather, of the climate of, the, of this summer, shall we say? Well, we had the same bad uh, weather as uh, other countries in, in, in Europe, but uh, the situation is not to be compared with what happened uh, in, in Germany, for example. Uh, and uh, the, the, the crops were mainly uh, affected by, uh, by, the, by the situation, but we had no, um, no uh, casualties or, or dead people, and, and that is nothing to be, to be compared with, uh, with Germany or, or with other countries. Uh, we had a lot of diseases uh, in, in the crops, um with with a succession of of rains and 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 hot weather a lot of uh diseases could could develop and, and it was a difficult situation for the the farmers and it was also very difficult to go into the fields with the heavy machines with uh like combined harvesters uh, because the, the everything was wet and uh, uh, it was difficult to access and, and, and to recall the the week, for example. Uh, let's turn now to international affairs. Um, since the collapse in talks about a broad framework trade deal between the European Union and Switzerland, um, how will agricultural trade relations between Switzerland and the European bloc continue uh, after this failure? Um, the relation um, between Switzerland and the EU are mainly based on, on the 1999 uh, Agricultural Agreement on Agriculture. It is an agreement that removes both tariff and non-tariff barriers to trade between the parties. And there is indeed a, a risk that trade will be effective, affected if the agreement is not updated um, regularly. That's the main problem that we are uh, facing. However, Switzerland and, and the EU have a common interest to, to safeguard their, their close uh, and special relationship. And this includes the full application of, the, of all the bilateral agreements by both parties, as well as the, the regular update of uh, these uh, agreements in order to maintain the good uh, functioning of, of mutual uh, market access. And, and we are aware at 
that the EU Commission is in the process of um, considering uh, how the relationship between Switzerland and the EU is, is to continue. But um, I repeat, we, we have a common interest that uh, the, the, that the market are, are functioning and, and we, we hope, of course, that we can find a, a solution. Uh, you've spoken now several times about the fact that there need to be regular updates. Just out of curiosity, when you say regular, is this yearly, every five years? What kind of time frame are we looking at for renewing these agreements? We have discussions on, on the technical um, air, on the technical uh, level uh, several uh, times uh, in the year. It's, uh, we, we know our colleagues in, in, in Brussels and, and they know us and, and there are um, exchanges. We, we, we could discuss the different uh, uh, problems and the adaptation uh, has to be done when, uh, when, when there are adaptations of, of in, in, in the EU and, and, and we take, we, we adapt our legislation to the, the uh, changes in the European Union and we expect, and, and it fun functioned in the past, we, we expect that what we do in Swiss legislation is also recognized by, by the EU Commission so that the, the goods can uh, go across the borders without any uh, problems. And, and this is really in the interest of both uh, both parties that uh, there is no uh, barriers uh, for these goods uh, when they go uh, uh, over the border. Moving a little bit beyond Europe now, um, uh, coming up soon is the UN Food System Summit. Um, what are your expectations regarding the outcome uh, of the summit and what is the Swiss government bringing to the table? What is it willing to commit to to create a more sustainable food system? We found we find that is that it is very important to have a food system approach, uh, and we promote this uh, this approach that everybody is concerned from the production to uh, the consumers. Everybody has a specific role to play, but everybody is concerned. This is the first point. These food systems view is very important and is supported defended by, by by switzerland and then we expect the uh, un food system summit 2021 to to lay the ground for uh, action orient oriented work uh, between now and and 2030 and the instrument of forming coalitions around specific issues seems a, a promising approach uh, provided that these coalitions also include the, the private sector, that is very important for Switzerland, and the civil society uh, sector actors of the, the civil society, and uh, also very important for Switzerland, uh, the actions will have to be uh, based on, on sound, uh, sound science. Um, regarding the, the possible coalitions, uh, led by different countries, uh, Switzerland welcomes a coalition on uh, agroecology and re regenerative um, agriculture and uh, a coalition on food waste and, and loss and additionally the, the, the forming coalition on, on means of implementation seems uh, important as it uh, allows to work on effective multi-stakeholder uh, collaboration 
another uh, important element for, for Switzerland that is something we were promoting. Uh, we have been promoting for many years this uh, collaboration between the, the, the stakeholders. You've mentioned now the, the goals for 2030 for the UN Food System Summit. What kind of goals do you expect to come out of the UN Food System Summit and how do you believe Switzerland will follow up on those? Well, in general, we, we expect from the, from, the, uh, from the summit that the stakeholders will be able to talk together. This dialogue between the different stakeholders is very uh, important to, for Switzerland because the transformation of food system goes well uh, beyond agriculture. And, and therefore, uh, it will be very important to get all, all stakeholders concerned uh, on, on board. And uh, this means that the, the food system dialogues that were triggered by the UN Food System Summit process should continue. That, that is what we expect in, 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 in general. And that is also what we want uh, to implement uh, in, in Switzerland. And for Switzerland, we have uh, defined four areas where we want to, um, to improve the situation. That is, we would like to uh, have more sustainability on the farms, that is for the agricultural production, but there is also a target for the reduction of food waste, another target for the uh, adaptation of the, the, the consumption to more healthy and, and sustainable uh, diets, and, and finally a reduction on, on the um, CO2 um, um, gases that we also would like to 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 reduce. Um, that's this for for Switzerland. These four topics are our priority for for the food systems, and we are going to work on it um, in order to reach the the the, the um, targets, the objectives of the agenda twenty thirty. Um, we're coming up on the end of the podcast. And I want to ask you the final question, which is the same one we ask um, everybody who comes on the podcast, which is if you could give one policy or practical idea to create a more sustainable food system, what would it be? Well, from the experience we had with, um, with the dialogues that we had to organize uh, in, in, in the frame of the for in the preparation of the, the food system summit they were triggered by the, the the food system summit these dialogues and they were very interesting in in switzerland uh, a lot of initiatives were uh, proposed concrete initiatives were uh, presented and they all aim at uh, improving the sustainability of food systems and in general, we, we must create a favorable environment to allow these initiatives to, to develop and, and grow. And we had a very interesting and good experience with the dialogues. And this is certainly something we would like to, to carry on to, to continue uh, after the Food System Summit in, in New York. Uh, Jean-Marc Chapuis, Deputy Director of the Swiss Federal Office for Agriculture. Thank you so much for joining Food Systems today. Thank you, Robert. You've been listening to an episode of Food Systems, a podcast brought to you by the Forum for the Future of Agriculture. Look for us in two weeks when we release our new episode. And in the meantime, please don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app as well as on Twitter, at Forum Frag, for updates on this podcast, news, as well as FFA events. Please check out our website, 
www.forumforagriculture.com for more great content. Thank you for listening and enjoy your day. Music.